0: the last thing we were discussing was that there was th- that said there's three people that we believe right away. We said the parents of an asufi, the the midwife on a child, and a woman who says that she's the Nida, not her friends. And we started a Breitah where it first said that a midwife is believed on which child is which, as long as there was no protest in the meantime. We we believe the seller. As long as he has the item, we believe the seller to say that he sold it to this person, not to that person. And we're starting, ayin, Dalid Amud Aleph, three lines in last word on the line where it says neeman Ne'eman Dayan Lomar Lazi kiti vlazeh. A uh, dayan, let's say, he's judging by himself. If there's three dayanim, well, uh, th- that's king. That you can't get better than that. But if there's one dayan, let's say they accepted this one dayan on them, uh, he's believed to say that this person I exempt. He f- he was found not guilty, and this one was found guilty, or I obligated him to pay. But midrashim morim what are we talking about? dini maldim Lefana. That's if the 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 plaintiff and the defendant are in front of him. But if they're not in front of him, meaning they already left at that point, and on Eman he's not believed anymore, because the, the duty of remembering who's who is not on him. They have to remember who's, uh, who's who. And the famous Shita Lono Dale Mi explains that as long as nothing's been written yet, nothing has been uh, finalized. It's considered as if they're both in front of him. Now, the Gemma says, When we just see who has the, the letter of exempt or who has the, the psak din. there has to be a paper explaining who owes what. Now, what are we talking about? We're talking about a situation where the paper explaining the din has been ripped and we don't know who owes what. So then the Gemma says, When we judge them again. And the Ritbah explains that that would only be possible if they wrote down their claims on a piece of paper. So this way, they can't change any of their claims. And look at their claims and judge them again. The Ritma explains, no, we're talking about a situation where it was Bishudah Dayaneh. We're talking about a situation where it was up to the judge to decide. According to Rashi, there has to be some sort of sense uh, in his brain. If it makes more sense that this person gets the money, or that person's exempt, or this one's obligated, then okay, you go by what makes sense, meaning it depends on your heart. According to Sfat, you could do whatever you want, because you're giving this person that money, meaning it's up to you to decide and do whatever you want. We're talking about that type of situation. And that's why you can't re-judge them. Now, in the beginning of the Breitah, we explained that a midwife is believed to say, this one's a Bechor, this one's not. Three people are believed to say, this is a Bechor. Elway and Hayat, the midwife. Aviv, the father. the mother. Hayat, alter. The midwife is only believed right away. Imor, kol The mother's believed for seven days. Meaning, at this point, the father's not believed yet since... He's always by his mother's hands, so the father doesn't know which. He would only know from the seventh day on after the Brit Milah, when he sees the baby, when he holds the baby. At that point, he gets idea which one's which. And from this Rashi, a lot of communities have a minhag where the the father doesn't hold the baby until the Brit Milah. It's good to ask uh, around about that minhag. But either way, from the seventh day and on, Aviv le'olam, the father has believed forever. like we learned by it says, Kita bechor yakir. He has to, the father has to recognize the bechor. Yakirenu He has to recognize him to other people, meaning... Mikan amar bi-uda neeman adam lomar ze beni bechor. A person is believed to say, "This is my son. He's a bechor." Hashem neiman lomar ze bechor. Kach neiman lomar ze ben gerushav ze ben halutsah. The same way, the father is believed to say, "This is a bechor." He could also say that this one is the son of the divorcee. This one's the son of the halutsah. Hachamim omrim enon neiman. He is not believed by the son of the gerushav Halutzah. Meaning, according to Hachamim. He, The father is believed to help him and not to hurt him. Next, in the Mishnah, we learned, Abba Shaul would call a Shetuki a Beduki, checking them, If it means we check into his mother to find out who she with, and she's saying, I was with someone Kasherne a minute and we believe her, then keman and who's Abba Shaul holding like? Keraban Gamli El. If it's like Rabban Gamliel who says that a woman is believed to say that she was with someone who was kesher to her... And the child is a kosher baby. Well, we learned that already in Maserah Ketubot. If a single woman was pregnant, and they asked her, what's the story with this baby? And she said, He's from that person, that's the father, and he's a kohen. We believe the woman and the child is kosher. And the child is kosher. We don't live based on her words, meaning we're not going to trust her. The halakha is like Rabban Gamliel. So now the real question would be like, on Rebiud HaNasi, why would you mention Abba Shaul if we have Rabban Gamliel mentioning it before? So the Gemara explains something fascinating. the uh, The Rabban Gamliel in Masaget Ketubot is coming to say that this woman is still kosher. We're not going to say she was with a goy, or with a relative And now she became Pasul From eating Teruma Let's say she's a kohenit, Meaning She's still allowed To marry a Kohen However If she had a, a child That child is not kasher So if she had a daughter That daughter cannot marry a Kohen V'hada Now the, the Mishnah over here With Abba Shaul Is l'akhshir Bebita It's coming to say That the girl is kosher To marry a Kohen When the, when we, when the mother says uh, The kasher Nivati, we, we believe her all the way so the says, That works great according to the Amorah Amora. Uh, and this is a machloka between Rabbi Hanan and Rabbi Lazar and Mashechet That this works great according to the, the, the one who says that the, the, uh, that the, the Tanah is coming to say that the mother is kasher but not the child. Now I understand why I need both. Amar, but according to the Rabbi who held the Divrei that when Rabban Gamliel said, said that she, the mom's kosher, the child's kosher also, then Abba maya Tada And what's Abba Shaul coming to say over here? So the Gemara explains that Abba Shaul adifa mit Rabban Gamliel. No, Abba Shaul over here is bigger than Rabban uh, Gamliel. Meaning, it's, what he's saying here is greater. The Imi hatam, if it was from a certain ketubot, I mean, I would have thought. There we believe her because the it's talking about a woman who was forced with some person. So she is believed to say that the majority over here, somebody over here from this majority was with me, and the majority of people over here in the town are kashir to her. But let's say the majority of town are goyim, and they're pasrul to her. Maybe... She's in Arusa. She's engaged and someone was with her and the majority of her uh, is Asur to her. Emalo, maybe we won't believe her. That's why Aba Shaul had to tell us over here that she's believed and so is her, uh, her child, kasher also. And Amara that the mother's kosher and the child's kosher. Next, Mishnah. Anyone who is not allowed to marry a regular Jew is allowed to marry one another, like a mamzer Shituki, a mamzer asufi, uh, etc. And Rabbi Uda says it's asur, and the ground will explain everything. Rabbi Le'Israel Mir v'adan be'vadan mutar. Whoever is one hundred percent of what he is is allowed to marry someone else the same. So even if he's asur one hundred percent, let's say a mamzer, he's allowed to marry a natin, a mamzer also. But if people are not, if one of the sides are not sure what they are, or even even if they're both not sure, they're not allowed to. Again, why? Because maybe someone is Kasher, someone is Pasul. And the Ran and the Tosfotosh will explain that this is a higher level of stringency, the Hachamim placed when it comes to lineages and The following are considered Safek, Shetuki, Asufi, Ashetuki, he doesn't know who the father is, Asufi, he doesn't know whose parents are, and a Kuti is the people from the, the Kuti, from Eretz Kutim. Uh, Son Hariv uh, brought uh, people from that land, he placed them in Eretz Israel and in Shomron, and I'll explain what the issue with them. The Gemara starts. What are we talking about when we said anyone who's not allowed to marry anyone who's a regular Jewish? Meaning we already mentioned that in the first Mishnah. Because If we're talking about those, well Hatana we mentioned that in the first Mishnah in our parak and We said, they're allowed to marry each other. Veto Rabbi Judah al Ser Rabbi who is prohibiting? What's he prohibiting? Ilema vada an besvekan. If he's prohibiting someone who knows what he is with someone who doesn't know what he is, like a mazzer with a shiduki. Well, Hamidikatane sefa Rabbi Yisrael Omer vada an mutar. When the sefa over here said, Rabbi Yisrael says for sure is mutar. With a for sure vada an besvekan asur. Then, it sounds like Rabbi Rabbi Huda does not hold like Rabbi Eliezer. They're obviously talking about different things. If you want to tell me, Rabbi Huda is prohibiting a ger with a mamzeret. It doesn't say ger mamzeret in the Mishnah. It says It just give us a general rule: whoever not allowed to marry, and the ger is not part of this Isur. So the Gemara explains, This is what Tanakama was trying to say. Anyone who's not allowed to marry a Kohen and Mini, who are we talking about? A Giyoret, even if she was converted, even if she was under the age of three, meaning even if someone was with her, still the Betulin could uh, come back, it could grow back. Meaning the rule is, any, any Goya over the age of three was probably was Mizana. If she was under three, then even if she's Mizanah, the Betulin grew back and maybe she would be Mutatakuna. So that's what Rabbi uh, That's coming to say that they're not allowed to marry each other. Udloke Rabbi Shimon Ben Yochai, who said Mutarin Lavoze Baze, he held that a girl who converted under the age of three is allowed to marry a Kohen. He held that Kahal Gerim is considered a Kahal and they're not allowed to marry all the Isurim. So now the Gemara says, why we say that the Mishnah is talking about something so far-fetched, about a Giyoret under the age of three, why don't we just say we're talking about a Giyoret over the age of three, and and this goes according to everyone, even according to Bishim it doesn't have to be Machloket, because if you say that, then you you have a problem ready uh, for this Mishnah because because then you would say the reason she's a surat because she's over the age of three under the age of three if she converted she's allowed to marry Kohen and then you it would say that she's not allowed to marry let's say a, a mamzer and so on and that's not true because if it's under the age of three, the allowed to marry a Kohen, and still mutarot still allowed to marry a Mamzer and whoever else is asur. Meaning, if you would say the Mishnah is talking about someone the age uh, over a giyoret uh, over the age of three, it would get complicated. Therefore, it's just easier to say that it goes according to Rebbe huda and she was mitkayir under the age of three. And the Gemara has a parameter of Yehuda, because does, is that the rule? And anyone who's not allowed to marry Kohen is allowed to marry each other. Let's say you have an married to a Kohen Gadol, or a Divorcee, or a Halala, one whose parents were not allowed to marry to each other, a Kohen Divorcee, or a Zona, a woman who was mezana. She was nivalta someone who is was Asur to her. The Asurim they're not allowed to marry But still, the Asurim lavo zeh ba they're not allowed to marry certain people. Almanaz, not allowed to marry Gadol, Grusha, Halad, Ezona, they're not allowed marry a regular Kohen. And here's another problem. Hamutar... Someone who is allowed to marry a kohen is asur. He's not allowed to marry other people, and that's not true because v'hareigir yavigir shemutar bechohen. He's allowed to marry a kohen. He's allowed to marry mamzeret. He's also allowed to marry mamzeret. Meaning, Rabbi Yudah, the rule that you gave in the Mishnah, the general rule is not correct. So elamarav Natan Bar Shaya hachikamar. This is what Tanakam was trying to say. Called She Kohen li sad b'tol. Anyone who a Kohen is not allowed to marry his daughter. What are we talking about? A Ger who got married to a Giyoret. A Yaakov, who held that the daughter is not allowed to marry a Kohen. They are allowed to marry one another because a Ger is not part of the Kahal. It's not considered Kahal. And Rabbi Yehuda argues and he says that Ger is part of the Kahal and he's not allowed to marry people who are sort to marry into the Kahal. And the Gemara asks, "Uchla is that the rule, the chol shekohen asrulisad bitom mutarim la voz that anyone who a kohen is not to marry the girl, they're not allowed to, they're allowed to marry one another. And harechhalal shenasabat israel. Let's say a halal. His father married a divorcee, and now he wants to marry regularly. Israel, the kohen asrulisad bitom kohen is not to marry the child because she's a halal. Vasrulinami la and also, the uh, kohen halal is not allowed to marry uh, other isurim. He can't marry uh, mamzeret and etina, etc. So the gemara says, "Lakashia." Yeah. Now you have to say that Tanakama holds Keremidos Tay Ben Yehuda. He held that a halal who married about Israel at that point, his daughter is not a halal anymore, and she would be allowed to marry a kohenet. But the gumana asks again. Let's say you have a halal marrying a halala, and kohen for sure is not allowed to marry his daughter. She's for sure a halala. And that halal child, that that child, as a result of the halalim getting married to each other, he's allowed to marry regular Jews. And here's another question: the Tana allowed. A girl who is not allowed to marry a Kohen, she's allowed to marry other Isurim, Alham mutar Asur. But this mutar is really Asur because a girl who married the daughter of Israel, Kohen is allowed to marry the child of that marriage, according to Tanakhama, and they're allowed to marry one another, That you're allowed to marry regular Kosher Jews. Ela, Really, you have to say our Mishnah is talking about the following. Over here, the difference would be: is a mamzer who is born from uh, siblings, or a mamzer and eshet ish. That's the difference between Tarakama and BeYuda. Tarakama Savar. Afilu mamzer na mamzer. Tarakama felt that a mamzer. From when the when the parents were siblings, is considered a mamzer. And he would be allowed to marry a mamzer from, let's say, an eshet ish situation. And that's what he meant when he says, mutarin ze bazei. Rabbi Yehuda Savar, there are two different things. Me eshet ish mamzer, however, me achoto lo mamzer. He's not considered a mamzer because Rabbi Yehuda held that you're only a mamzer when the parents are hayav mitat betin, like an eshet ish sort of situation. And the person who was with his sister is only Hayav Karet. And the way to explain the Mishnah is as follows meaning, all those that were born from an ayrva are allowed to marry one another. Even children from Hayavikri tot relationship are allowed to marry children from a hayu, hayuv beti, uh, mitabit betin relationship. They're all considered mamzerim. According to Nakama, they're allowed to marry one another. And Rabbi Uda says, no, there's a difference between a child from siblings and a child from an eshet ish. So now, my kamash and what's the chidush of Mishnah then? Because teni now we learned in Masechet Yabamot, ezehu mamzer, What's a mamzer? according to Biakiba, as long as the, the Torah uh, uh, does not allow the parents to be together, the child would be a mamzer. Timni Omer, bideshamaim if the parents are not allowed and the Torah says you would get karet, then that child is a mamzer. If betin like has to uh, kill the parents. For that relationship, that, that child would be a Mamzer. To him, Hayavei uh, Karet uh, is not considered a Mamzer. So now, if we learned this already in Masechet Yevamot, then what are we doing over here in Masechet Kiddushin? So ella Amarabah comes in with the fourth explanation. We had first the Gemara, then we had Rav Natan Bar Oshaya, then we had Rav Nachman Amaravah Bar Now we're up to Rabah. That's the difference. If a, if a convert who is an Ammoni and Moavir are allowed to marry one another. Me that's the difference between Rebu Uda and Tanakama. Kama. This is what Tanakama is trying to say. Bakal, anyone who's not allowed to marry regular Jews. what are we talking about? Girl Amoni An Amoni or Muavi male who converted, they're not allowed to get married to regular Jews. Mutarin they're allowed to marry each other. So I guess uh Amoni is allowed to marry Amoniat, Muavit, and so on. if that's the case, my Uda said and wise rebuild Uda saying Asur. he should agree to it. So then we have to explain as follows: Hachi kamal afal pisher Rabbi Yehuda osir Even though Rabbi is osir a ger, a regular ger, to marry a mamzeret hanemi leger dera'ul abu bakal. That's a regular ger who could marry normal people, not the amonyim wa'vid. However, but if it's a girl from Amon Muav, a male who was not allowed to marry regular Jews, lo, he was never osir, and they're allowed to marry other isurim. So it's really Tanakh and B'Yudah finishing off each other's sentences and there's no arguing. Tanur Echad, a male over the age of nine years and one day, if he's a Gera Amoni, or he's a Mitzri, or he's a Kuti, or he's a Halal, or Mamzer, if they were with a Kohenet, she's Pasul, she cannot marry a Kohen, she cannot eat Teruma, The Same thing with the Leviah and the Israelite, she would not be able to marry a Kohen. Rabbi si Omer Kol pasul posel pasul If this person's children are pasul, and are Pasul, marry regular Jews. Then, if he was with a woman, he makes her pasul. If this person's children are not pasul, then he does not make a woman pasul. Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Omer Kol sheatanose bito atanose almanato. Anyone who you're allowed to marry his daughter, you're allowed to marry his widow. And anyone who you're not allowed to marry his daughter, you're not allowed to marry his widow. And the Gemara will explain what he is saying. So number one, What's the difference between tanakama and Rabbi Yossi? It would be a second generation Mitzri. His father converted and now he's the second generation it, does he make a woman pasul to That's the difference. According to Nakama, she would be pasul. And according to Rabbi Yossi, since his child would be a third generation mitzri, then uh, then he's not posel another woman. Ushnehem lolimadua elamikohengadol bealmana. They both learned it from a kohen gadol with an almana. The Torah said that if a kohen gadol was with an almana, he makes her a halala. And at that point, she's not allowed to marry even a regular kohen. De Tanakama Savar, Tanakama held anyone who's posel a woman, ki kohen gadol be'almana has to be la kohen gadol be'almana. Ma kohen gadol be'almana should be ato be'avera. The same way, when they're together, it's an avera uh, posel ba, and he makes her pasul when he's together, and she can't marry another kohen. Of course she be pose, same thing, anyone who's not allowed to be with that woman, he makes her Pasul from this point forward. That's not a come up. Ki kohen gadol almana, it has to be like kohen gadol kohen gadol almana, The child would be pasul, be halal posel. and then he makes this woman pasul. here run out. Af kol all posel. Same thing. Anyone who, if they were together and they had a child, the child would be pasul. Same thing. Then he would make her pasul. La What are we excluding? A case of mitzri ni She ends are all pasul. Mitzri his children would not be pasul. Mitzri Shlishi Zokai. De'amar banim asher yivaledu lahem, dor shlishi The Pasuk says in Edomi, Mitzri, third generation, is allowed to, uh, to come in kehal Hashem. And that's why Mitzri Sheni, according to Revi would not be possessed this woman from the Kehuna. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.